the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Looking for strategies to help you protect your portfolio in these uncertain times? Visit RobBlack.com. RobBlack.com. Powered by EP Wealth. Around three, four in the morning, depending on how well I'm adjusted to daylight savings time. I try to find some headlines that ultimately make a little bit of sense. I try to weave it into investing, Wall Street Journal, Barron's, um, the Financial Times of London, the New York Times. I use Wall Street research. <clears throat> some days, let me just show you what tells you what's going on in America right now. These are some of the headlines. $2 bills could be worth more than $4,500. Do you have any? Do you remember the $2 bill? I kind of do. And I kind of don't know why I don't want to think about it. It just maybe it was so non-functional that it was too goofy almost. Another big headline. Heinz to release pickle flavored ketchup after Christmas. Okay. Don't understand that. These are financial headlines. Dog food Recalled due to salmonella contamination. Okay, I get that one. I get that one. That seems kind of, if you have a dog, you would want to know that. Winning numbers for the Powerball jackpot. I'm like, okay, that's clearly a newspaper just trying to get clicks. Um, Woman wins $2 million from scratch-off game. She lost out on six years earlier. Okay, another gambling one. Woman wins $3 million from scratch-off. Plans to take sick husband to Alaska. I'm like, are these really the, the, the headlines? You know what probably got the husband sick was her his wife playing the lottery, playing scratchers, but I digress. Um, not a lot of headlines out there today, to be quite honest with you. And those days happen. We work once valued at $47 billion, files for bankruptcy. That was a bad idea. Basically, if I could sum up the business in just a couple moments, HBO Max did a nice series on it. Um, but if I could sum it up, it was an office company leased me 10,000 square feet of office space. And then I subleased it. That's the business model. Oh, but I also threw in ping pong tables and a secretary. Uh, no, that's terrible. Food delivery startup Wonder Group gets $100 million investment from Nestle. So far, the food delivery services have found profitability elusive. So I'm going to say no to that until I'm proven otherwise. Uber reported third quarter results that misanalyzed expectations. Stock's moving up slightly. I own shares of Uber. It is the second most speculative company that I own, and it dominates its market. Uh, I don't even think Lyft is a competitor. It's good that they have them to say that they're not a monopoly. 
Uber reported results that missed analyst expectations on top and bottom lines, but showed strength in other areas like gross bookings. Stock is trading slightly higher on the news, which is interesting to note because during this earnings season, and they all have different flavors, but during this earnings season, uh, tech companies that missed earnings were punished. Cash flow is lovely at Uber. Um, I always wanted to own it, and I waited for the stock to fall apart to own it. Don't know if that makes any sense to you, uh, but I like high-quality tech that's been dislocated from its 52-week highs that has a huge total addressable market so that it can fix its problems. That goes, that's what I like about Facebook. It's what I like about Apple. It's certainly what I like about Microsoft. Anytime those stocks fall 20%, I'm interested. Anytime they drop 40%, I'm wildly interested. Amazon's in that category as well. Always consult a broker advisor taking action on any stocks ever mentioned. There have been high quality tech companies in the past that have dislocated and never come back. I'm looking at you, Yahoo. So throw that down, okay? That's the smackdown of the day. Headlines aren't great, but we're going to get through this day. Uh, typically, it makes me sing and dance a little bit more, uh, which is good. Yesterday, the NASDAQ, SP 500, and the Dow Jones Industrial Average all were up, but not as much as the previous week. So it felt a little bit like, come on, guys. Let's end this year with a market rally. I still feel, as long as we're watching that 10-year at 4.6%, we could do that. Hot off a the best week of the year. The stocks kept climbing yesterday, just not as hot. Of note, Dish Networks uh, down 37%. All-time low. What's going to happen with that company? I don't know. When it comes to entertainment dollars for investing, I can't get as far as Dish Entertainment. Dish Networks, just can't find it. Donald Trump took the stand yesterday in New York State. Attorney General Letitia James, civil fraud case, alleging he inflated his assets to appear wealthier and take advantage of lower interest rates and insurance costs. Whoa. Um, For me, I know that if I were on trial for this, I would be in jail. That's what I don't like about it. Wrong. Things got really testy with Mar-a-Lago. Real testy. Um, He says it's worth up to $1.5 billion, and he's paying property tax on about $30 million. You tell me, like, again, which what, where would Rob Black be? He would be paying the property tax on $1.5 billion. Trump's daughter, Ivanka, is set to testify on Wednesday. So that's going to be a, how shall we say, a prize for late night comedians. Wow, 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 wow. ChatGPT gets customizable. OpenAI is rolling out the ability to custom versions of AI chatbot called GPTs. It's going to create a marketplace for people to sell them. The company announced... At its first ever developer event yesterday, think of AI apps with their own store to set to specific tasks. Company revealed that ChatGPT has 100 million weekly users. OpenAI also previewed an even more powerful update to ChatGPT called ChatGPT4 Turbo. They cut prices on its software. Actors Union says studio's best and final offer is not enough. Ho, 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 ho. How's that for an ultimatum that's going to go weird? The producers, mainly Netflix and Disney, 
said, here's our final offer. Take it or leave it. There's no more coming in the future. And the actors say, not enough. Uh, this continues to bode really, really well for Netflix stock. Um, because they're not producing in America right now. They're not shooting. They're not filming. They have content that they're getting from like horrible, horrible TV shows. And I'm only saying that because I'm trying to be funny. Um, like Suits. Was it a TNT show that had Meghan Markle? One. And it was about lawyers who wore really nice business suits involved in lawsuits. And that was the big hit of the year for Netflix. A TV show that was five to seven years old. See, what? Um, how shall we say things just continue to roll on? Bumble CEO is going to step down. Um, she had an interesting story. Her name's Whitney Wolf. Whitney Wolf heard and she was at Tender. Things got a little sexually charged and weird at Tender. She left that company as a founder and um, with lawsuits with her collecting because the male culture at Tender and Hinge. Anyhow, um, she's leaving Bumble sooner than later at the end of the year. Uh, always interesting when a CEO steps aside. Find me online at robblackshow.com. That's Rob Black Show. Don't want to work forever? Check out the retirement planning guide on robblack.com. That's robblack.com, powered by EP Wealth. The richest man in the world is about to become richer, more richest, the richest of the riches. SpaceX going to take in $9 billion this year with sales at Elon Musk's space company expected to grow to $15 billion in 2024. Most of the revenue being made is for Starlink. And Elon Musk in the past has said he would IPO Starlink as soon as it gets free cash flow positive, and it's right around there. So maybe in 2024, we will be able to buy a satellite system that's publicly traded, that delivers broadband around the world. Um, as he adds more countries to the services, the revenues are growing. Don't know how I feel about it. <clears throat> I've never actually used Starlink. If anyone has, I'd love an email to get the vibe. Rob at robblackshow.com. It's Rob at robblackshow.com. Um, Supreme Court, the Supreme Court, order in the court. We'll hear oral arguments today in a major gun rights case over the validity of the, a law prohibiting people subject to restraining orders for domestic violence from owning guns. I'm not a big gun guy. Uh, Jim Jeffries, the comedian. He says a word that makes women go crazy. A lot. I find him to be vulgar and funny at the same time. (laughs) He's gotten better through the years (laughs) as he's become more mainstream. But um, he said if assault rifles were called protective rifles, he'd be in favor of them, but they're called assault. You don't need them to defend. You need them to assault. Sometimes I think comedians say the right things and we don't even know it. You know, I know you're saying that's not funny. I need my protective rifle. Yeah. <clears throat> then again, with urban decay, welcome to the land of tall and lonely buildings, right? 
Biden wants to help convert empty offices into apartments to ease the housing shortage. Uh, less than one percent of all new housing in America is from office buildings being converted. And yet we have a lot of office space that's open in California, New York City and Chicago. And if the government throws down enough subsidies, maybe that'll help the housing scenario to create more uh, volumes of cheap housing. I don't know. You can't just throw a California California king into a break room, you know? Uh, There's going to be construction loans. There's going to be demolition costs. There's going to be logistical nightmares of moving material and urban traffic, office to apartment conversions. I get it. So, uh, but trying to kill two birds with one stone is possible. The Tay Bay quarter, Live Nation had its strongest quarterly performance ever. It's on pace for a record year after hit tours from Taylor Swift and Beyonce. This is an interesting uh, dilemma. Live Nation is one of those companies we love to hate, kind of like cable companies, right? Yes, we want the fast internet, but we never want our internet to go down because we're paying money for it. Yes, we want, you know, high definition HDR TV stations, but we look at the bill and go $160 a month. I don't like where this is going. We hunkered down in 2020. Live Nation saw its sales plunge 84% from 2019. In 2021, Live Nation started seeing the effects of pent-up demand for concerts as bookings for 2022 shows soared. Then Tay Bay happened. Taylor Swift and Beyonce. Is her last name Knowles or just, can I say Beyonce? Um, the Bay Hay, the Bay Hive, hoodies and the Eras Tour tees. Live Nation makes... They have a metric, which I find really funny, and you're going to find it funny, I hope. It's, um, first of all, I love metrics, okay? It's economic data from a company that shows you how they're doing. And for instance, one of them is ARPU, which it just, it's fun to say, average revenue per user. But Live Nation has one that is um, per fan profitability. I like that. Uh, so here's the problem with Live Nation. They just had a record quarter. Fun inflation is kind of um, uh, dwindling down. Consumers have been shelling out for experiences, and now the cost of everything from Disney park visits to NFL games and concerts soared. Fun inflation was fueled by trillions in excess pandemic savings. Those good old-fashioned stimulation, uh, stimulation checks, um, low interest rate loans. But now the extra money the Americans saved during the pandemic is almost gone. So this is the problem with Live Nation. They just had a great quarter. Taylor Swift is now moving on to European and South American concerts, which is, I think, great. Um, Right? Her her economic impact in the United States is going to start to wane. And next year, who's on tour? We had big tours this year. Harry Styles. I would love to see Harry Styles. Awesome. Not that I love his music, but he's stylish. Lizzo, Blackpink, Bruce Springsteen. There was a lot of good concerts this year. Um, and you got to imagine that Taylor Swift and Beyonce will come back in two or three more years with another big round of concerts. Um, 
the best time to buy is typically before the event happens on Wall Street. So I'm not saying no to Live Nation. I'm saying, what's next? And if you do enough homework, you can make a, a case for yes or no. Don't do enough homework, and I just think you're being foolish. If you're not willing to do homework, you can't buy stocks. I told a man who makes a lot of money yesterday that you own too much money. You have too much wealth to own 45 stocks. You can't follow those. Pick 20, whittle that list down to 15, play with those. You can't follow 45 stocks as an individual human being who has a life with a family and a a business life as a practicing doctor. And I think he appreciated it. And then I felt bad and I told him, you know, I'm sorry for saying that. Like, I know that it's I I know you, you just should be enjoying life is what I'm trying to say. And I think he appreciated that. There's no quit in the stock market rally effort. Taking a bit of a breather right now. Um, it's not a great giant exhale by any means, but it does look like there's a bid in the market to catch its breath right now. One. If some possible auction for the market ultimately becomes a consolidation period, I think that's a good thing. I want to see 10-year interest rates um, not go above 5% and stay closer to 4.5%. 4.6 is closer than it is to 5 Earning news since yesterday was met with a mixed response. Uber is the headliner. It topped third quarter earnings estimates, but missed on revenue. Economic calendar has some data out of China, which included weaker than expected exports. The trade deficit in the United States at $61.5 billion in September. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. I'm Rob Black. What's the best way to choose a financial advisor? Download our guide at robblack.com. That's robblack.com, powered by EP Wealth. For those who are listening to Radio Live, you're you're hearing Arcade Fire. For those of you in the podcast, we don't do music. So go download or go stream some Arcade Fire. It was my favorite show uh, last year. Took my son to a Phil Graham concert in San Francisco, which is it's an auditorium, right? And it was just packed with humans. And it was... They just, it's a band that I enjoy watching them work together. Small group dynamics are fascinating for me. Uh, The Beatles were a fascinating small group. Alcoholics Anonymous is a fascinating small group. Uh, Small groups are never meant to last forever. There's always going to be a break apart at some point. Uh, So I study patterns and logic um, of small groups. It helps me understand companies like Uber. Uh, but more on that in Uno Momentero. <laughs> this, this is going to blow your mind. In 363 days, we will have elected a president of the United States. It's not a long time. So how does the stock market do in election years is a really good question, because I think our elections are a mess. Um, they're dysfunctional on so many levels. A mess. It's a mess. We have two geriatric men who want to 
rule the country. And I'm like, you don't represent me. Like, I want to see someone my age. Hey, man, I'm 91 years old. Got that? I deserve a little respect from <laughs> you, my buddy. I want to see someone my son's age. Now, he's you know 15, but that's not appropriate. Kennedy was 35-ish or something along those lines. How about that? I'll, I'll, I'll settle for meet me halfway. But that's me. That's on my horizon, right? History shows that implication of the stock market from now until November 2024. S&P 500 has averaged up 4% in the 12 months leading up to a presidential election. So that's not a lot. Now, that's since 1984. I know you're saying, what's up with your, with your high pitch, Rob? That's not a lot. I'm battling, I'm battling a little chest congestion. Uh, and I'm confused because CVS doesn't sell the pseudofeds and things like that like they used to. Oh, my, my, my. Yeah, they had to pull them because the active ingredient wasn't actually doing anything for you. There's a little Minnesota slip in there for you. So SP 500 fell 10% for the calendar year 2000. Wow. Markets anticipated a recession in the early 2000s. In calendar year 2008, the SP 500 dropped 39% heading into the 2007-2009 recession. There have been a, some outstanding election years. In 2020, the S&P 500 gained 16% as former President Donald Trump and President Joe Biden campaigned for the White House. While the 2024 presidential campaign is still heating up, the economy already appears to be a concern for voters. In a new poll, 57% of registered voters said economic issues were important when deciding who to vote for in 2024. I get that. Um, Americans vote with their checkbook is what the phrase was 25 years ago. And I'm like, what's a checkbook? I just Venmo and Zell people money, right? What's a checkbook? I honestly think I write five checks a year now, which is kind of cool and kind of telling. 81% said the economy was in fair or poor condition. That's not good for President Biden's reelection ability. 19% said the economy is excellent or good. I guess it all depends, right, on where you are in the floating opera. John Barth's book, The Floating Opera. If you're really close, you can't see all the action on the stage. If you're really far away, you can't hear it. If you're in the middle of it, you're being surrounded by noise. If you're on, t like, what's the best view in the economy? We're all going to have different views. I really like that uh, book, by the way. It's one of my top probably 20 books. Talked about um, it was kind of like the 1950s approach to uh, the theory of understanding the planet we live on, the theory of understanding the relationships. That was a big movement um, when we started you know, figuring out what atoms were and am I a person or am I just a collection of atoms? Ooh, heavy, right? <laughs> Thank you. The last few quarters have seen low to mid single digit growth in real gross domestic product. That's likely to decelerate as the impact of higher rates continue to kick in. Companies are already seeing evidence of weakening demand as they issue disappointing profit outlooks. 
Target said, hey, we've got the right inventory. Last year, we had too much inventory. So they've been destocking their inventory for six to nine months. Not restocking. So when you're not restocking, you're not telling the factories, go fire up the factory and manufacture goods for us. If you're not manufacturing goods for us, you're not employing people overseas to manufacture. If they're not making like it all plays into a, a kind of a cycle. Uh, FedEx said something very similar to what Target said. Not a lot of big ticket items are being shipped in their freight. Big ticket items, refrigerators, televisions, uh, things that cost a lot of money that tend to last for a few years, not trash and consumable. So that's the presidential election uh, that we're facing this year. 4% returns historically since the 1980s for the next 363 days, which is more annoying, the Christmas countdown or the election countdown. Um, I, I, I'm i getting ready for some Snoopy music, you know, the holiday seasons. Christmas is in December this year, as it always is. I know, very smart of me to say. December 25th to be exact, I know. I know, some years it bounces around, but this year it's going to be on the 25th. 48 days until Christmas. Um, Fortnite just came out with a new season that's a throwback to the last five years. In 2017, Fortnite launched. It put a game mode of 100 players against each other in a fight to be the last one standing. They were trying to go after Valve, which had successful similar ideas. Um, and they just the technology got better and better and better because GPUs from NVIDIA and AMD got better and better and better and better. And really, that's what NVIDIA does really well. They do software coding. I know you're saying, but no, no, they do semiconductors. No, no. They create a lot of software that powers games and they give it to game developers and the game developers make said games with it. And then NVIDIA says, oh, let's come up with a new version of the software to sell more semiconductors. And on and on and on. So Fortnite just released a one month season, which I don't know how to pull this off, charging kids, you know, a full season battle pass, which is like eight or nine dollars to play for a month. Um, and they're bringing back all the old locations over the last five years. Uh, the game recorded 6.2 million concurrent players, an all time high on Saturday. It even boosted the number of people watching Fortnite on streaming site Twitch, um, according to metrics. Epic tweeted on Saturday to say it was monitoring its servers due to high demand and warned players to expect queues before uh, joining a match. My kids got back into it. Um, and it's funny just to see how uh, the technology improved in the last five years. And they dumbed down the technology to make it look like it was five years old. Uh, but it's still running on a modern engine. But 44.7 million players logged on for a total of 102 million hours. Um, they're still pulling it in, is what I'm trying to say. Now, again, that's not Super Bowl numbers. It's not Instagram numbers or TikTok numbers on daily use. Uh, but video games still have kind of an importance to pay attention to, in my opinion. The cash is king trade is ending. 
A lot of experts are telling you now, lock in your treasuries for one, two, three, four years, five years, whatever makes sense for you. I'm not going to say what makes sense for you. Since the start of 2022, just over a net 80 billion of Bank of America private client money has flowed into short-term treasury funds. The rush came as Federal Reserve was lifting short-term interest rates. The one-month treasury bill soared to about 5.3% at times. Uh, That's a pretty good cash trade. This is a year where my cash has performed really, really well. And I'm, I'm happy with that. Um, <clears throat> some people are rushing into cash-like investments. So what should you do now? You could lock in. You could look for stocks that have a high dividend yield. I talked about two, and I only like one of them, AT&T and Verizon. They have super high yields and great free cash flows. Um, But some people are saying the cash trade is likely hit as good as it's going to get. I don't disagree with that. But am I absolutely right? There's never an absolute right. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. I don't understand the story, but Fenway, it's a conglomerate of sports. Um, They're looking to buy the PGA or, or make talks with the PGA to get them out of the LIV golf deals. Don't understand that story. And I'm okay sometimes saying I'm going to pass on that one and move my research elsewhere. You only get so many hours of the day. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. Questions about Social Security? Check out the Social Security Retirement Guide at robblack.com. That's robblack.com. Powered by EP Wealth. Starbucks is going to raise pay for workers by 3% next year. Average worker will make between 15 to $24 per hour. 3% is kind of the Goldilocks number for people like me. 2% is a little too close to eh, almost nothing. 4% is a little too hot. So we kind of like that number. That works with GDP. Uh, 2% is a little too close to decelerating. 4% is a little too hot. For creating inflation, somewhere in the ballpark of two and a half to three is what we like to see. Mouse embryos were grown in space. For the first time, astronauts have successfully developed mouse embryos while on board the International Space Station. Ah! What does that mean? It basically means that scientists who spearheaded the research spent a lot of time and money. They sent 720 frozen two-cell mouse embryos to the International Space System. 23.6% of them kept growing successfully. That's way lower than the number in on Earth. <laughs> is the best way to say that. Awesome. That's about 61%. So that means we can basically maybe grow bigger mammals in space. And one of them would could be humans to reproduce off Earth. Gravity had no significant effect on embryo development, which means we may be one step closer to living and multiplying on other planets. I know you're saying cool. Now, let's flip the script here and go back to the dinosaurs. Turns out that new research shows that dinosaurs may not have gone out with a bang, but rather through slow suffocation. Particles in what's now North Dakota 
indicates that the huge meteor that hit the Earth sent trillions of tons of soot and sulfur into the air, blocking the sun and shutting down photosynthesis for almost two years. The mass extinction of the dinosaurs was often thought to have been resulted by the meteor's explosive impact, but scientists now say ultimately it was dust that wiped out 75% of species. <clears throat> I feel like I got the black lung on that story. Bob. Um, <clears throat> let's keep moving, shall we? We work once valued at $47 billion files for bankruptcy. That's tragic. Um, tonight, who do we get for earnings? Well, we got Uber this morning. Rivian, that might be kind of an planet fitness could be interesting. Are we going back to gyms or not? Tomorrow we get beyond me. Once a very big story, um, really salty and processed. Not a big story right now. Disney tonight, uh, tomorrow. That's a good one. Roblox is nice. Um, a lot of people like Roblox stock for the long term. Tomorrow we get Take Two Interactive. Uh, I don't think that stock really has a major catalyst until they say Grand Theft Auto 6 is coming out in one year. And when they do, there'll be buy on the rumor, sell on the news when it actually comes out. Ooh, Thursday we get a company called Yeti and Aurora Cannabis. Uh, Aurora Cannabis has not been a great investment. Again, a story stock from the past that, that didn't stick. Sometimes it's okay to stay with old familiar names. Yeti makes some really expensive coolers. Like if you leave one on the beach and you go like to um, get lunch, that, that Yeti will be stolen. We're expecting a bad Santa this year. After holiday spending is expected to still be somewhat strong, uh, but a lot of rising costs. Generation Z and millennial shoppers say they'll be carefully planning their spending this year. Merry we'll see. Christmas. Well, you know what says better than Christmas? How about Thanksgiving? Let's let's get to the most disgusting thing I could bring up for Thanksgiving, and I have it. Oh yeah, I have it. Baskin Robbins just introduced a turkey day fixing ice cream. It combines sweet potato. Autumn spice ice cream based with honey cornbread pieces and swirls of ocean spray cranberry sauce. Um, no, I don't think you can give that to prisoners without being considered cruel. Elon Musk debuted Grok AI bot to rival chat GPT and others. Man, that guy, he's a piece of work. Um, I do like the way he titled it, Croc. Uh, Grok is a term that was coined by Robert Heinlein in 1961. Stranger in a Strange Land. Danger, which, Will Robinson, danger. In the book, Grok was a Martian term with no direct earthling translation. So you would say things like, how you feeling today? I grok. How was that game last night? Oh, it grokked. Um, but no, no, it wasn't quite that. It showed very deep empathy and intuition with something. So it was intuitive. Um, the Stranger in a Strange Land was a parable of Jesus Christ and how he came to the earth and had a lot of empathy and intuition. Uh, at least I think so. I was in college when I read that book. Um, I read it when I was young, but I didn't really study it until college. Uh, elsewhere in the world. Uh, college conferences for federal oversight as student athlete pay gets messy. Um, I found this kind of interesting. 
USC's basketball's Bronny James. He has a top figure for getting paid this year of $6 million in college. Colorado University quarterback Shadur Sanders. He's leading college football with $4.3 million. LSU gymnast Livy Dunn. One. She makes about $3.2 million with commercials. Um, college athletes pulling in some dough. Student athlete market's worth about $1 billion per year, and that's going to be going up higher because they're influencers. They get on the internet and they say, look at these great pair of Nikes that I'm wearing. Now, you're a college that takes money from, say, Adidas. You're, as a student, you're, you can't be showing Nike at the games. Um, pretty interesting how this is all playing out, but I'm, I guess I'm happy they're getting their money. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. I'm Rob Black. I have a new video going up later today talking to the markets for about 15 minutes at YouTube under the title of Rob Black Show is the channel, Rob Black Show. Check it out. For more information about EP Wealth, visit robblack.com. That's robblack.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.